My name is Florian Lomu. My name is Tobias. My name is Felix. Can one voice make a difference for the environment? Absolutely. You learned that you are never too small to make a difference. We love the earth. It is our planet. I care about climate justice and a living planet. Fighting climate change has become the greatest responsibility of our times. One voice, one person, can inspire the world. Change is coming. My name is Tobias. Hello, Tobias. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the good news for the environment around me. What do you expect for today? Will we talk about a green activity? A green behavior? A green invention? As you can imagine, there are so many green initiatives around me in Denmark. But today, we will talk about Green Kayak, an environmental NGO. Let's discover the concept with Tobias, the founder. My name is Tobias and I am the founder and the guy with the idea behind the concept Green Kayak. Some clients. My name is Felix and Lawrence. And one worker of Green Island, one Green Kayak host company. Green Island started with at least partially some, some values of sustainability and eco-friendliness. We are a bar on the water. It made perfect sense uh, for us to partner with a Green Kayak. And myself. Yes, I tried the activity for you. Do you hear the sound of the paddle? For this podcast, I was in real conditions. That means I was outside, standing in Green Island to interview Tobias, one waiter of the place and two of the volunteers. It helps, for instance, to immerse the listener into my world. And that's why you will hear wind, people, water and music behind. Nonetheless, it was sometimes too windy. Welcome in Denmark. And I was not enough prepared. That is also why you will hear sometimes saturated sounds. As a first tip, and to avoid this, you can, as I did right after, buy a windshield to protect your microphone against the wind. Of course, I will tell you more about technicalities and wiring methodology at the end of this episode and in the following ones. For sure. The NGO Green Kayak was elaborated in 2017. This year it is the fifth season of the activity. But what is it exactly? Green Kayak? Green? Kayak? Tobias explains us. The whole idea is to activate as many people as possible in the fight against ocean pollution and we do that by letting people book and use our green kayaks for free as long as they pick up trash while kayaking and also sharing the experience on social media. The NGO, it's me and um, my colleague Oke. I used to be a professional uh, kayak instructor here in Copenhagen and we, I was just uh, seeing more and more trash in the water and even though we did uh, cleanups, you could still find trash in the water. I was 
yeah getting just more and more frustrated about yeah all the trash but and but also the gaining more knowledge about uh, the increasing problem with trash in, in the oceans worldwide so i took this um frustration and and was looking for a solution so i, I combined it with uh, my profession green kayak well kayaking and um and it was very important to me that it should be for free an easy decision for people to actually book a kayak green kayak uh, is kind of still new <laughs> uh, uh, but constantly uh, you know uh, evolving it is really inspiring one guy had an idea he created an ngo and now there are two guys working full-time to make the world more sustainable what if you also have an ID, a green ID. It is one thing to get an ID, but one other to set up a project. Let's take the advice from Tobias, who had this idea of green kayak, which is now implemented worldwide. If you have a green idea, then it's then it's a good idea, right? Um, so you should, of course, follow it. And um, first step is to check if it's already out there and secondly talk to somebody who you think could help you or might have a similar experience um, and yeah you never know what what it's gonna end out with like same thing with the the green kayak you know we thought it i thought it was a good idea but i had no clue that World Economic Forum was gonna do a, a video about us uh, the year after. As Tobias said, when it is green, it is always a good idea. And the proof is his NGO. He wanted first a Danny thing. We named the, the concept Milieu Kayagen, which means, if you, if you translate it, it means the environmental kayak. But pretty fast we thought that this is super popular you know we saw a lot of press and um, media interest uh, from all over the world so we wanted to uh, expand and take the concept to other countries and that's that's why we renamed the, the, um, the concept into green kayak Today, Green Kayak has 70 kayaks in five different countries. The plan of Tobias is to still evolve in the future. At this point, we have kayaks in in Denmark, Sweden, and Norway, and Germany, and one kayak in Ireland. So that's uh, about 60 kayaks spread in those countries, and we also have. Um, what we call a mobile fleet of 10 kayaks that we use for group tours and company events. We need to expand our green kayak network. Um, another thing that we would like to put more focus on is uh, bringing this concept and, and this opportunity to the children, you know, school. I think personally that this concept is a great idea. And apparently, I am not the only one. My name is Felix. I love the idea. Um, you can combine fun with something that's good. Um, make people happy in the summer. Lawrence, green kayak. I think it was great. The fun experience, a, bit, a good mix between sightseeing and yeah, taking care of the environment, I would say. 
all together. All together. That is how we will create a more sustainable world. Tobias explains this right. All together is, is super important. I invited the perhaps coming Lord Mayor of Copenhagen to come and join me in a kayak ride to talk about, but also for me to show that there actually is a solution issue here in Copenhagen, even though you can swim here and it's nice and clean, but there's a lot of trash. So we need to talk about it and we need to spread the word you know, on the issue. Of course, we need the politicians, but we need them to face that this is uh, something that they, they need to work on. So that's how we contribute to that, you know, by putting them in, in the kayak and yeah, showing them. But a question still is not answered. How to join the Green Kayak Network and Community? There are two options. Be a Green Kayak host or be a volunteer. The hosts are those who host a Green Kayak. Volunteers are those who are kayaking and for free. And at the same time, who are picking up trashes. Hosts are companies, cafes, schools, museums. Come uh, a part of our Green Kayak host network, then... Well, first of all, we need the partners first to pay for it. And then, uh, you, it's good if you are at the water, very close to the water, either on the water or at the water, and with an easy access to, to putting the water in the kayak. And if you have like opening hours with some staff, then that's even better. Volunteers are me, Felix, Roman, you. Basically, you go out for an hour and a half and you just collect whatever you want. It's mainly uh, plastic bags, bottles, cans, that kind of stuff. The mindset is to include everyone. Just because a company is not green does not mean it can't host a kayak. Or just because a customer takes a plan doesn't mean he can't book a kayak. On the contrary, hosting a kayak, collecting waste, are already the first steps to be aware of all of this and be part of it. If they should be a, a green company? No, it's not a demand. For sure, we will tell them a little bit uh, about how they can become more green. Like, uh, if it's a cafe, you know, how, how, it's, how what kind of um, glasses or straws are they using. But the thing just joining the, the Green Kayak Network as a host, that's a step in the right direction. And what we have seen is if you if you join like a Green Kayak host, then you automatically have more uh, attention on your place um, and you will be more inspired to uh, develop a more green place. Did you know that 52 tons of waste have been collected since 2017? But we are starting to talk less and less about how many tons we are pulling out of the water because it is just a drop in the ocean compared to what's out there and what is ending up in the in the water every minute. So far we have collected a bit more than uh, 52 tons of trash which is a lot, you know, you can imagine how much it is uh, and taking also into consideration that it's mostly 
small items like cigarette butts or beer cup, something like that. What's more important to us is uh, the amount of people who are engaging in, in this concept. And we have had more than 33,000 uh, people green kayaking, as we call it. That's really important because the climate crisis and uh, everything is not just something we can wait to see what what the politicians are and, and the you know decision makers are coming up with we all need to take part like every day this ngo tries to create a cleaner world and gives us one important message we want to remove as much plastic from the ocean as possible before it's too late tobias explain us he's struggling in his daily life with the climate crisis But this NGO is one way for him to not forget this crisis and act every day fighting against it. It's a struggle. <laughs> uh, climate crises are um, not that severe here in, in, in Denmark. We do have some floodings, but um, personally, for me, it's more about uh, being aware of how I, I live my life, not flying too much, eating less and less meat, buying clothes that are uh, re uh, like reused being conscious about but also you know talking to people about it and talking to my children about it but also you know pushing this agenda on our uh, platforms green kayak platforms so it's it's a part of my daily life personal life but it's also part of my work activity is not just green but also fun That's what makes it really inspiring. How can we have fun while acting for a more sustainable world? Tobias found one way, green kayaking. Volunteers agree, but how couldn't we agree too while hearing some anecdotes from Tobias, our green kayak host? A fun thing, which is also not very funny, <laughs> depends on how you look at it, is we've actually found a lot of message in bottles which is cute you know one of them was from a bar in Sealand another part of Denmark that had drifted all the way here so it was a gift card with uh, 10 shots of something liquor to drink but mostly it's uh, messages from children so it's like uh, small writing saying hey if you find this uh, tell my granddad or something like that it's cute But at the same time, you know, it's, it's an object that is thrown into the water, which doesn't belong there. So if it's a plastic bottle with a lid, you are actually polluting the water. Maybe next time, that if, if you are considering to, to put a message in a bottle and throw it in the ocean, maybe do something else. <laughs> uh, I think the craziest thing someone has brought back was probably an entire electrical scooter uh, several times. Did you hear? This activity is even more fun than just kayaking. But don't throw your waste in the water. Leave the water clean and make this activity meaningless. I guess that's all Tobias and all of us wants. As promised and to conclude this podcast, I will explain you how I investigated for elaborating this podcast so you can try to create your own podcast and talk about the good news for the environment around you. I will stay focused on the four steps methodology for today. First, investigate. I search on internet green activities around me. I talked to my relatives, to my colleagues especially, and I found green kayak. Step two, research solutions. 
I got immediately interested and I searched a way to contact the NGO through LinkedIn, through the NGO's website, through Facebook, etc. I found an email address and I presented myself as a young reporter for the environment, wanted to make a report in a form of a podcast about Green Kayak. Not aware enough of how the NGO works, I contacted the wrong person. I contacted actually uh, the host company Green Island which redirected me to the founder. I prepared my question for the interview, we had a quick call and made an appointment with Tobias, and now we are on step 3, report. After the interview, I tried the activity to create a more accurate report and interviewed some people. As I told you, volunteers were just trying the activity and one worker of Green Island, the Green Kayak Host Company. I have done that to have different points of view about the concept and to understand the concept globally. Finally, with the information I had, I wrote the podcast and recorded my voice to edit it. Of course, I did not take the whole interviews, but I sorted my information to keep only the most relevant parts and to make a podcast that people want to listen to. It was possible for me to sort my information since I understood the concept globally. It is time for step four, disseminate. Thanks to Encore, we can disseminate our podcasts through different platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and much more. And as a young reporter for the environment, we have one more option. We can also publish our work on Why Are We Hop. On the next episode, on the part podcast and reportage technicalities, I will tell you more about editing a podcast. Or maybe about setting your microphone. Hmm... We will see. Once again, thank you very much for listening until the end. I hope you enjoyed this second episode. As usual, don't hesitate to give me your feedback on the official Wire International accounts and stay tuned. And don't forget, one voice, one person can inspire the world. Once Wire, forever Wire. See you soon for a new episode of the good news for the environment around me. And let us know what are the good news for the environment around you. Thank you.